Coming up on this episode of the Spiro Podcast. Unmet expectations are, are one of the most disappointing things in any sort of relationship, whether it's a long-term relationship or a brand new one. If they have a certain expectation and you don't meet that because it wasn't even addressed, the chances for continuing business with that person are going to greatly diminish. Welcome to the Spiro Podcast, managing your real estate photography and videography business. With your hosts, Todd Kivimaki and Craig Magro. Hi, and welcome to the Spiro Podcast, managing your real estate photography and videography business. Spiro is a software platform designed to help you manage and scale your real estate media and marketing business. I'm Craig Magrum, host of the podcast, and uh, always enjoy being here uh, this week with you and every week and with us each and every week as well. Our co-host and Spiro founder and, and owner, Todd Kivimaki. How's it going today, Todd? Oh, it's going good, Craig. It's, it's good to be here for another week. I heard from a lot of our listeners. It was cool to hear from listeners. I always love to hear from you guys and gals out there on the road. Um, if you want to contact us, shoot me an email. Hello at Spiro, S-P-I-R-O dot media. Hello at Spiro dot media. Send me an email. I'd love to hear about what you're doing, what questions you have, or just say hello. Um, so it's good to hear from you. Thank you. Thank you to those who contacted us this week. Um, great to hear from you. So it's always cool to hear from your clients, Craig, and hear from the mm. listeners. So um, yeah. just just a lot of neat stuff going on out there. It's busy season. It is. It is. The 4th of July, it always seems like there's a little bit of a dip, and yet this week still seemed pretty busy for us, which we're, we're thankful for. So... <laughs> Yeah, I get confused about the 4th of July every year. I'm like, it's not going to be busy at all. And I wrote this week yeah. off to not being busy. And it was busy. It was it was good. Yeah. Um, some years I'm like, oh, we're going to be busy because the force on Monday and then everybody travels the rest of the week. So I, I have not <laughs> figured it out in almost the 20 years of doing it. But I'm not right. that smart. So I, I don't I just It's going to do whatever it's going to do. <laughs> I have no response to that comment. I get in trouble either way, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> hey, anyway. I, I lofted it up there. You can hit it. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, I'll whiff on that one. Thanks. <laughs> anyway, well, a, another great topic for this week. Um, we're just we're going to dive right into. The, well, actually, before we dive into this, there's a couple things that, that you, you wanted to announce regarding uh, PMRE and uh and spiro as well so I'll, I'll let you jump in here yes pmre if you have not been there we have been mentioning this now for a few weeks mm -hmm. pmre is the real estate media conference in our industry uh so brandon cooper the um organizer and owner of the um conference is uh, just an incredible person and he has a knack at putting these together he mm -hmm. gets all the right people in a room and it's a decked out room in Vegas and a great stage and the LED wall. Um, anyways, if you have not been or if you have not registered yet, please do. They fill up really quick and it's going to sell out. It just is. It's it's he's going to sell yeah. out uh, PMREconference.com to find out more information. They are announcing new speakers weekly, I believe. Uh, also, if you do want to go, I have a discount code for you. Send me an email, email it to you. Uh, email me hello at spiro.media and I'll send you that $50 off coupon code for the PMRE conference. 
Yeah. If you're going to invest in education for yourself in our industry in real estate, photography and videography business, uh, the, the videography business, this, this is the one to, to do it. So yeah, great conference. We've been there and uh, Spiro is returning this year uh, again. So yeah, come see us, come see yeah. us. So also want to mention just one thing to think about our, our, our feature this week for uh, Spiro, what we're doing in the software is editors. So editors is a very unique feature we have in the software. So it's very common, probably many of you, if not all of you work with an editor or a team of editors. Maybe these are individuals that actually do the editing. Maybe these are people that are more of a virtual assistant and do the quality control. But we have a full editor portal built out. Uh, if you're sick of assigning and sending jobs manually to your editors and figuring out where are they at and emailing them or Skyping them, uh, our editor portal will solve that for you. It will automatically assign jobs based on the uh the variables that you define, it can assign jobs to multiple teams of editors and you can track the status from one beautifully designed page. You can know what's pending, what's started, what's not complete. You know how long they worked on it. So it has been something that we designed for our media company, Wow Video Tours, out of necessity. Um, we have many editing teams across the world and many people um, that are working to get the production done and sent out. Uh, and we could not do it without the streamlined tool. So uh, if you want to find out more, shoot me an email, uh, find out more on our website. My email again, hello at Spiro.media and our website is Spiro.media. All right, yeah, good stuff. A very unique uh, addition to some software to help you manage your real estate photography business. So very cool. All right, now we can, jump into things, Todd. So uh, as we have mentioned in the past, Spiro is all about the business of real estate photography and videography. Um, lots of great resources out there for the creative side of things, but we want to check on another business topic this week. And that is uh, your strategy for interacting with your various contacts, your various clients. Um, there are different ways to communicate with different types of clients or potential clients. And we just want to share some of the strategies that we've found to work uh, over the years with, with our company. So Todd, I'm going to let you kick things off here and let's, let's dive into this. Sure. So we, um, so the contact of your client depends on the life cycle or the stage in the size of the client. So at WOW, uh, we define these in a few different ways. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you know what we do. And I'm not saying you should do this exact thing. But as always, when we talk about these topics, take what works for you and then mold it a little bit. Or if it works, it's the way we do it. Just steal it. You know, please do use it, steal it. But if you can make it better, make it better. And then, you know, you're off to the races that much sooner. Yeah. Like I said, I'll try to give you everything I can from the last almost 20 years of doing this. But we have found that understanding the stage and the size of the client is very important. So in the sales process, you have um, so this is a um, a lead. Let's talk about leads. So mm -hmm. let's define a lead very quickly here as being an individual who has not purchased from you before. So this is a potential client. Uh, again, call it whatever works for you um, in your mm -hmm. company. But this is someone who has not purchased from you purchased from you before. Now, this person can come in a couple different ways. 
they can uh, be one of three ways that we put into uh, this stage. Um, they can be a cold lead. So this is, this is maybe like the worst term. Like this is the, <laughs> you know, this is the four letter word of a lead, I guess. You know, everybody thinks about, oh, cold leads. And, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, I don't work cold leads. And and I'm not going to get into strategy if you should or should should not. I'm just defining at this point. Right. A cold lead is an individual who you are reaching out to uh, that has never heard from you before, that no one has told you to call. This is an individual that you are calling, emailing them, texting them, um, walking up to them at, a, at a, an event, um, and they don't know who you are. So mm-hmm. this is probably... Uh, your maybe your toughest road. I don't know. Some people love working cold leads, um, but this is maybe your toughest road to turning them into a client. Uh, One thing about a cold lead is I suggest that if you are calling them, you respect their time and you keep it short and to the point. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think there's any need to get too smart about what your pitch is to them. I think you tell them who you are, who you're with, and you say, um, you know, I would, I'm interested in, or I noticed a piece, a a recent listing that you had, um, did not have professional photography. I'd love for you to see it. Would it be a potential that I could earn your business or would you like to find out more? You fine tune your message, but I suggest that you keep it short right now because you're not, you're not going to outsmart them with some clever, um, (laughs) <laughs> some narr- some clever narrative. They're they're yeah. gonna read through it. And the thing about this is you have to remember is who loves getting this call? You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, Craig, are you looking forward to insurance people calling and selling you health insurance today? Like you're just waiting for your yeah. phone to ring. Yeah, so, not really. <laughs> so th- this is one that um yeah, Craig, it, it, I guess any any tips from you about, you know, a cold lead? Well, I, I like what you said about, you know, don't get too smart about it. You know, they're, they're, they're not going to bite. Um, I, I've heard it phrased this way. You can't sell a salesperson. And in a presentation I did a few months back at a, a local brokerage office, I my whole approach is we want to be a part of your team and just consult with you, suggest the right tools for the right job. And I use that line. I said, I'm I'm not. I can't sell you because you're a salesperson. And I got so many chuckles and laughs out of that. I mean, people immediately responded to that. They're like, yeah, you're right. You can't. So (laughs) just go in and be honest with people. And okay, here's, here's the services and tools we have that can help you for different types of properties. And our approach is not to sell you anything because we can't sell you. And, and just being real about that, I, I, I think that line built instant rapport, Todd. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it it does. It, it, I'll go back to a phrase we use all the time, Craig, but you you broke down some barriers that you wanted to serve them and you mm-hmm. just flat out said, I'm not going to try to sell you. Uh, that mm-hmm. wasn't your goal. Your goal was to help them be a problem solver. Remember right. our conversation, you know, our, our podcast a few months ago about let's be problem solvers for our clients. So, um, Y'all, you should steal that, steal that line from Greg, um, (laughs) because that works. It works in every real estate office, every realtor, like, Hey, I'm not going to try to see it. You can't sell the salesperson and they get it. They laugh. It's a good line. Thank you for sharing that, Greg. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it, it just, it, like you said, it broke down barriers. We're just, you're just going to have to be real with people. Here's what we do. We love what we do mm-hmm. and say, and be real about that. If you don't like what you're doing in this industry, find some other work to do. Um, yeah. but I I've shared, I just, I, I just had a, a meeting at a, a, a brokerage office. Um, uh, let's see, it was Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday was the day after the fourth light attendance, but I told him, you know, partway through the, um, the, the presentation, I said, I just really enjoy what I'm doing. And somebody out loud said, you can tell. And I think it's mm-hmm. just because I was relaxed. I was smiling. You know, I enjoy, mm-hmm. I, I enjoy what I do. So enjoy what you do and let people know that you enjoy doing this for them. And they appreciate that because they want somebody on mm-hmm. their team that's going to enjoy serving their clients. So just be real mm-hmm. with people. Yeah. Great tip, Craig. Great tip. So let's move on to our next category, and this is what we call a a warm lead. So warm leads are individuals that uh, have maybe been referred to you. Maybe another realtor said, hey, you should call this other realtor, or maybe it was a vendor. Don't forget vendors. We we haven't talked about vendors a lot. Maybe we should, but maybe Mm. a vendor has said, hey, I work with realtor so-and-so at this company. Um, You know, ask them. Is it okay if I call them and say you t- you gave me their name? Um, I was at a I was at an event with with Chris. Um, this was probably six weeks ago, but he just so naturally does this. You know, we are sitting with a mortgage lender, and the mortgage lender said a name that he picked up on right away because it was someone that he was targeting in this city, and he immediately said, "Oh, is it okay? You know, I've been trying to contact this agent. Is it okay if I?" tell them that we talked and you said you gave me their name and, and the mortgage said yeah sure that'd be great and sometimes they even say oh yeah yeah i'd be happy to connect you guys i'll, I'll you know i'll connect you in an email mm-hmm. i'll connect you in a, in a call or a text message so ask for that just don't now one thing to be careful is ask permission for that yeah so yeah. don't <laughs> don't call them just because their name came up in a conversation with another realtor or a vendor ask permission it's only courteous right. Um, 95% of the time, the person's going to say, yeah, no problem, but please ask permission. You know, this, this tip is a great one. I don't know if you remember this, this podcast, it's, it's been quite a few months, but we did an owner spotlight series with Tashara Milligan of open peak media. I believe it's, she's Mm -hmm. in North Carolina. And she talked about how that's part of her marketing strategy is, is networking and interfacing with other vendors and getting to know other people in our industry, you know, mortgage officers, title people, things like that, for the purpose of then reaching out to realtors and and cross promoting each other as support industry around the real estate industry. So yeah, mm-hmm. Tashara has been doing that, and yeah, great, great, uh, great approach to it, Todd. Yeah, yeah, that's that that's a that's one that, and, and there's no barriers when you walk up to another vendor, you're. It's not like they're going to try to sell you. You're going to try to sell them. You can connect right. with them because both of you are trying to serve this segment of the market being realtors. Mm-hmm. Right. So that that's a warm lead. You know, mention who referred you. Again, make sure you have permission. Um, and, uh, you know, if they work with you, make sure that the warm lead understands that they work with you. You know, I've worked with this. I've worked with Realtor X for five years and, Mm -hmm. you know, I've served them and they're, you know, shooting photo and video or we do a lot of drone for them. And they thought that you might be interested in, you know, having the same level of services for your properties, you know, just Mm -hmm. off the hip there. But, you know, mention their name, mention that you work with them. And then the third type of lead uh, that we 
have uh, that that we use or terminology we use is, is a hot lead. So a hot lead is a lead that has come to you. Um, so there might mm-hmm. be other terminologies for this, but we call it a hot lead because they are coming in either wanting more information, um, wanting to place an order. They just need, they have a need, which means they probably have a listing and they're trying to find out if you're a good fit for what they need. So my tip for, for the, this type of lead is just make sure that you talk with them ASAP. Mm-hmm. Um, how many of y'all out there have filled out an online form or filled out for more information? Um, I know when I do this, I'm very careful because I know when I give and ask for more information, I know I'm going to get on an email list. I'm going to get spanned by them. I know that I'm going <laughs> to get you know X, Y, and Z. So I'm very careful when I give my information out there. But the times when I give my information, I want information back like instantly. And a lot of times, the company that gets back to me first typically gets my business. Hmm. Because you have a need. Like I have a need that has to be filled. Like I have something on my to-do list and I want to cross it off. My brain wants to cross it off. Mm -hmm. And I need a few pieces of information from someone to understand if I can buy from them. So hot leads, they want something from you. They're probably going to place an order, make sure they hear from you quickly and just get them the information they need. Right. And let's think about who our client is and who that hot lead is. They're a realtor, they have a listing and they need photos scheduled ASAP. And Mm -hmm. maybe it's a situation of um, they're just getting into the industry and you were referred to them by another agent in their brokerage um, and they just they need to keep things moving or it could be the case of maybe they've had a regular photographer uh, that they've worked with and that photographer is suddenly not available and they're in a panic mm-hmm. that's why we have to respond quickly and then serve them very very well in make in, in make a great first impression so that maybe there's a chance you could have a new ongoing client, not just a, a fill-in photographer. Yeah, that, that's such a great point. And Craig, you brought up another thing about asking, you know, maybe they were referred to you by another client. Ask that. Did you mm-hmm. hear, how'd you hear about us? Exactly. It's just as simple as yeah. that. And And if they give you a name of a client you currently have, make sure you thank that client. Yes, and maybe you have a program in place where you give, say, a credit to both the, the referring agent and the new agent. You know, again, make a great mm-hmm. impression deep in that relationship with, with both of them right off the bat. Yeah, great tip, Craig. Great tip. Okay, so that is a lead. So that's someone who hasn't purchased from you before. Now let's go to someone who has purchased from you. And the first segment of a client is a new client. So we, we just call these individuals new clients. Uh, we try not to be too clever here. Sometimes we try to do things <laughs> clever with names and they don't make any sense, but we just call this what it is. This is a new client and this is someone, this is their first order. Um, now, one thing that's very common in the industry and, and, and really any industry is that you might have a promotion for new clients. Now, if this client has used a promotion or if they've paid full price, I strongly suggest you treat this client the same. So 
if they've used a free coupon and they say they get the whole tour for free, don't give them any different of a process than what a paying client gets. Okay, because remember, mm. you did that promotion so that they can experience your services, your quality mm -hmm. and how you're going to serve them. So right. please don't look at it and be like, well, they're not paying for it. They can get something lesser. Oh, no. So, yeah, just treat them the same. Give them roll out the red carpet. You might not make money on this shoot if you're doing that. You might not make as much money on this shoot because they use the discount code. But your goal is to get this client for more than one shoot for every shoot they ever do. So um, treat those clients the same, no matter what, what they order or what the price of the, of the, of the tour is. So um, here's just a quick little timeline of, of what we do and what we have found effective of, with new clients. Cause remember, this is a good thing. So your marketing might be working. Your you might be getting referrals. Your lead pages might be working. You've got someone who found you that has never used you before. So this is like something to celebrate. It really is like, this is exciting. We track the number of new clients we get. Um, so after they place the order, give them a call. And, and I strongly suggest that you call them, mm -hmm. not an email, not a text message pick up the phone and call them because this client knows the least about what your business um, process is, what the procedure is, what they need to do to be successful in using your services. So this person has come in maybe from another vendor and they might just assume that you're going to do everything or you're going to do it in a fashion that their last vendor did. That's why you need to call because one, you need to call and you need to thank them. Let them know that you're thankful for them. Find out where they came. You know, how'd you hear about us? You know, make sure you can mark your lead source. Then explain your processes and set expectations. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe their last photographer moved everything in every room. Maybe you don't do that. You need to set expectations. Hey, do you understand? Do you know we have a getting ready guide? So you have to explain the processes of how the house is going to get ready, what you expect for homeowners. Um, you know, do they understand that you can put their homeowners on text message updates? You know, you can add them into the system. So all those things you need to set expectations because this is your chance to, to really earn this client and keep them as a client for, you know, for long term. Mm-hmm. A couple other things you can do is you can you can serve them by upselling them. So maybe you find out a little more information about the property and you understand that you've got a product or a bundle or a service that would allow them to market the property better. You could suggest it. You can maybe do a discount here if you wanted to, if they paid full price. But this is where you can educate a little bit about your products and services just so they understand. Um, and then you can of course answer any questions. So always make sure, hey, is there anything I can answer for you? And yeah. give them the opportunity to voice anything that they have. So finally, one thing that I, I always like to do is I like to set expectations with when they're going to hear from you next. So just before you get off the phone, say, okay, great, this is what's gonna happen next. Um, you know, the day before the appointment, you're gonna get a text message reminder. Also, any homeowners that are on the appointment are going to get the reminder. And then one appointment before, you also get another text message reminder. So you're going to know about the appointment. We remind you about that. And then when, you, when we complete your media, which is going to be 
X days after. So, you know, your appointments on Thursday, Friday, you'll have all of your media and I will give you a call to make sure that you've received everything and you don't have any questions that I can help you with. So set those expectations so they know what to expect and, mm-hmm. um, and, and then, and then follow through on those expectations. Right. So, so that's a new client call. Anything to add in there, Craig, that you would, you would add in there in a new client call? Not, not necessarily add in, but I think just emphasize the setting expectations, doing that right up front so that there's unmet expectations are, are one of the most disappointing things in any sort of relationship, whether it's a long-term relationship or a brand new one. If they have a certain expectation and you don't meet that because it wasn't even addressed, the chances for continuing business with that person are going to greatly diminish. So yeah, I, I'm just going to emphasize what, what you already said set the expectations and ask, do you have any other questions so that you can just um, just address those right up front? I think it was a podcast or two ago. Um, I, I shared that I, I've had a client or two that had a previous company that did work for them that colors were off on a couple of shoots and they, they left that, that photographer. And I asked the question, I said, did you talk with your photographer about that concern? You know, and they said, well, no, no, I just came to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't want that to happen to us because sometimes things can be a little bit off, but you want the opportunity to take care of that client and address whatever concern or uh, complaint maybe is and retain that business. So I, I tell my clients, if for some reason you're not happy with, you know, the photos, the video, something looks off please call me so that we can talk through that and we can take care of you. Um, I, I want the ability and the chance to make good if something goes wrong in the future. Now, most of the time, our clients are perfectly happy with us because we're committed to delivering a really good product and service for you. But I wanted to set that expectation of, of please call me and give me a chance to fix it before you just bounce to another you know, another vendor. Mm-hmm. the importance of setting yeah. expectations. Oh, that's so powerful, Craig. And it just gives them permission. It breaks down those barriers. So mm-hmm. that is a great way. And yes, we want to know when there's a problem, there's going to be problems. It's just yeah. life. Yeah. No one's perfect. <laughs> yeah. No one's perfect. And, and you know what? Uh, a good friend of mine, Austin Chevron, um, he says, you really see people's true colors when they get squeezed. You know, you really <laughs> sure. know the type of person you're working with when you get squeezed. Um, you know, so when you're under pressure, when when bad things happen that you don't anticipate, how do you react? And yeah. that is an opportunity for you to shine. Something bad happened and now show how well you can take care of them. You're going to fix their problem. You're going to over deliver and you're going to make sure they're happy. So that's just an opportunity to, to gain, you know, to gain them even as a deeper client. Okay. So they place the order. That's your first call. The big thing is set expectations, um, in that call. Secondly, um, the next time a new client's going to hear from you is they're going to get a text message the day before. So in Spiro, this is built in, they get text messages. Um, if you're not doing it, you should text message them. Uh, if your system doesn't do it, if you're not in a system, send them a manual text. Um, Hmm. I, I had a hairdresser that did this. Um, and, and she'd send me a text message the day before. It was just so nice. Like it was on my calendar, mm-hmm. but sometimes I missed it and I got a text message 
And y'all, this is 2023. Like we should be getting text message updates. So they'll get the day before text message reminder, and then they'll get the one appointment before text message reminder. So those are two more touch points from your company. Um, the day before and the one appointment before. And then the appointment's gonna happen. So either you're gonna show up or someone's gonna show up from your team. And you know the, there, there will potentially be some contact there with the new client. Um, it would be nice to know if, if your team's showing up and they are shooting for them, it'd be nice that they know they can see that it's a new client because you might actually begin to educate your photographers to treat these individuals mm. a little bit differently. Maybe yeah. you give them a little more grace because they are a new client. Maybe you spend a few more minutes just um, educating them about the products and services. Now, one thing I will, I will tell you, this is a big no-no. If the agent's clients are home, so if the homeowners are home, do not try to serve them by upselling them on site. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, this is like the biggest no. Like this is almost as big of a no-no as leaving a toilet seat up. Like it might even be bigger than leaving a toilet seat up because yeah. you can Photoshop it down. So what happens, Craig, if you try to upsell? If you if you're standing there with the agent and homeowners, you go, "Hey, you really should have shot the gold drone on this one." Like yeah. what happens, Craig? Yeah, uh, you get a dirty look from the realtor, and this is not from experience. I, I've yeah, not this done is not, this. I, Right. Yeah, I set this but up. I, I set this up implying that you've done it. You have not done it, but you know. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. The, right. Yeah. <laughs> I have not done this. And I think most of us would be smart enough not to do this, but we're just going to reinforce this. Yeah. Don't put your realtor client in that position of kind of forcing them to add marketing services that they have to pay for that now the client wants, that the seller wants. Oh, yeah, I really mm -hmm. want drone when the property doesn't need drone. Yeah, don't don't put your your realtor in that situation. Oh, my gosh, you will not have another <laughs> shoot with them. <laughs> yes, you will get a very dirty look and probably a dirty call or email and they will yeah. never order from you again because you right. made them look bad in front of their client. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. don't don't talk business in front of the, the seller. Just, I, I would say, yeah, just don't talk business, period. You have those conversations mm -hmm. offline over coffee, a phone call, email, whatever. Yeah, yep, good. Okay, so the appointment happens and then you go through your delivery process. So again, uh, you know, all the editing takes place and the job is delivered or sent to them. Okay, now remember when you called them and thanked them right after they placed the order, you set the expectations that you were going to call them back after the media went out. So this is the time that you need to do it. Set it in your calendar. Make sure you understand that you need to call this client. Uh, so th this, this one is a quick one. Uh, this is, I, I just suggest that you don't linger on the phone. You just call them quickly and you say, hey, realtor so-and-so. Just want to let you know, uh, or you know, this is Todd with Wild Video Tours. And I told you, I promised you I was going to call you after the media was delivered. The media just went out. I took a look over it. It looked beautiful. You know, that I love that kitchen. That island was incredible. You can spend a couple seconds talking up the property. Remember, they're selling this place. So get excited mm -hmm. about it because they're excited about it. And right. then just say, did you receive everything? Are there any questions I can answer for you? Mm -hmm. And then just, just shut your, just shut up. Just, let them talk and then let them control the conversation from there. If they say, no, I saw the email come in, but I haven't looked at it yet. Don't ask them to open it up. Just say, okay, great. Uh, you know, 
if you need anything, call me back. You can call me on this number. If you have any questions and you get it open, let us know. Again, if you need anything tweaked, um, let me know. We're always here to help you out. And then just get off the phone. You know, you might handle some other questions they have, but um, I say you keep this one short. So let me add something to this. Here's an added benefit of that follow-up call to make sure they're happy and have received everything. You very well are going to get additional business from that. Todd, it just happened to me yesterday, actually. Uh, new awesome. client up here. Yeah, new client up here. It's somebody I worked with prior with from my company, but this this person was new to WoW Video Tours and uh, called her and said, hey, you know, just wanted to make sure that you received everything. You were happy. Your sellers were happy. And she says, oh, my gosh, yeah, the pictures and video were great. And in fact, I have another project for you. That led to additional business. Now we have mm -hmm. a, a a big drone job for a development uh, in this small town, and they added on a second drone package to get some of the the uh, points of interest of the town because she wants to market this particular small town to get people's interest in the uh, the uh, subdivision, new subdivision. So. One simple phone call to make sure they received everything that, that they needed and that they were happy can lead to additional business. Yeah, that, that's great. And, and that's, I mean, that happens as a real life example. It will happen. Mm -hmm. It won't happen every time, but it will happen. Yeah. Yep. I, I wanted to quickly mention here, Craig, the opposite way. So say there is something that they're concerned about. Mm -hmm. I would strongly suggest that you hear their concerns, make sure you voice it back to them. So, if we fix, so what I'm hearing is that the kitchen colors are off a little bit. It needs to be more warm than cool. It's more of a yellow than a light gray. If we fix that, we'll fix it in these photos. Is there anything else that needs to be fixed? Collect everything that needs to be fixed and then go and do it. Get your editor, pull it up in Photoshop and do that as quickly as possible and set expectations with them on when they can hear back from you with those fixes. So this is a time to shine. Yes, this this kind of stinks because you didn't you didn't hit a home run, but mm -hmm. you can still come out on top in this situation if everything didn't go perfect by fixing what they wanted quickly, telling them when it's going to be fixed by asking them if that's acceptable. You know, it's ten twenty eight right now. If I get this back to you by eleven thirty, is that acceptable? Yes, it'll be great. I need to list it by five p.m. Okay, great. Then do that. And please send it back to them. Be Send it back to them before 1130, mm -hmm. 1129 even. And then call them and say, hey, I sent it to you. So this is a time you can shine. Yes, it didn't come off without a hitch, but it's okay. No one's perfect. You don't have to be perfect every time. That's pressure that you shouldn't live under. If something needs fixed, just correct it efficiently and effectively and then move on from it. Yep. And I think most people will respond positively to that because they see that you're trying to take care of them. That's good customer service. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. You can have grace for a mistake when you see that your your vendor is trying. So. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Okay. So that's the delivery call. That's what. That's the call after you've delivered the media. And then for a new client, remember we're talking about just a new client journey right now. I suggest that you put in a call. You know, a week later, some some amount of time later. It's just a nice little check in. Remember, you're still somewhat top of mind with them, and just follow up with them. Make sure that everything's going okay. They might say, "Hey, I sold the listing." You know, they might be just tuning your horn at this point. And now is a time that you can ask for a referral. 
you know, they had some time to settle in, um, you know, make sure that they're not in the middle of something. If they're like, Hey, I'm at a showing, don't, don't push it now. Just have some, have some awareness of if they're either chatty on the phone and you can talk to them or if they're like, Hey, I answered it out of respect. Cause I know it was you, but like, I'm busy right now. Just say, Hey, it's a courtesy call mm-hmm. following up. Is everything good? How the property look? And they say, everything looks great. Okay, great. I'll follow up with you, you know, in an email. But I think you can ask for a referral at this point. Okay, so that's a new client. You can steal some of those things for current clients as well that are not just new clients, but a new client, again, is defined as it's their first order. So moving into after the first order, uh, you know, so their second order and beyond, we look at these, these are current clients, we call them. That's a client that has ordered with you. It's not their first order and they've ordered within 120 days. So we'll look at past 120 days. And that's just a number that we use. You can change that number. But a current client is someone's second order and it they have ordered within 120 days. We look at these current clients, you know, this is your this is who pays your bills. This is your bread and butter. We look at these individuals as kind of like a small, medium, large, or VIP group. And um, again, give those names whatever you want to, but I'll give you some characteristics of them. Um, You're typically going to define them in these groups as small, medium, or large based on the revenue or the number of jobs they do. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's their title or their influence. Um, You know, if it's a broker of a company, uh, they're never going to shoot a property with you. So they're going to do zero jobs per year, but they're, they're the broker of a company. You know, they should be marked as a VIP um, so that it, it, maybe they shouldn't be. I, I'm, I'm just saying typically our brokers, our owners, we know they're VIPs. Everybody knows who the owners are uh, because when they need something, you need to take care of it. Mm-hmm. So uh, just some general characteristics. Again, these are general characteristics and these can relate to the way that you contact and converse with these agents. But let's look at your your the group small. So I, I don't want to give this a, a negative annotation at right. all being small because this is exciting because these are your new agents. So these are your agents that are going to be your VIPs in three, five, seven years. Um, you need to spend time with these people. You need to nurture these people, um, build that relationship. Also, remember, these people can refer you. They're in Mm -hmm. the office with the VIPs, with the big agents. So build these relationships. They typically have a little bit more time to connect with you. Um, Mm -hmm. Here's another very generalized one. But, um, you know, newer agents, um, you know, might um, might be open to some newer technology um, and might you know, try your newest vertical video or might be into something and they might give you a a really cool idea you never thought of. So um, those are new agents. Um, You know, typically they don't have a large budget. They're just starting off. They don't have a lot of listings. They haven't done a lot of transactions. Um, And again, these are all general characteristics, but these people are very important to serve and to build relationships with and become friends with. Right. And and I'll say understanding that you have to prioritize your time in 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 sales or building relationships with clients and new clients if you can give them the same type of treatment that you would give a vip in terms of the quality of your interaction with them maybe not the amount of time but the quality of the interaction and make mm-hmm. them feel valued you'll have a customer for life treat them with respect yeah. and don't don't talk down to them 
oh, well, you're just a new realtor. I've been in real estate photography for this many years. Don't don't talk down to your your new realtors. Give them mm-hmm. the same respect and value that you would a VIP, and they'll become a raving fan. Yeah, for sure. For sure, Craig. Great tip. Uh, your second category, we'll just call them your medium. So uh, they're not your new agents, and they're not your VIPs, heavy listers. But these are... Um, agents that are trying to move up to the next tier. They're trying to be the big dogs in the market. Mm -hmm. So they are open to new and different ideas. So they want to do something different than what the big dogs in the market are doing because they need to set themselves apart. The Mm -hmm. other thing is, is they, they generally have defined some marketing money and budget to doing this. So they have some money because they know that they're going to have to spend some money if they want to grow their business. So this is your medium tier, um, you know, number of listings per year. I guess I won't even give a number of listings per year, but I guess I will because I was there. I don't know. This is probably your 15 to 25 ish uh, listings a year. And again, that's going to vary based on your market. That's very broad. Mm -hmm. But these are individuals. The big thing to think about here is that these are individuals that are open to new ideas because they need to do something different than the leaders of the market so that they can become the leaders of the market. Mm -hmm. I think that's a fun group. That's a fun group to work with, in my opinion. Because they're they're motivated, they're and they're open, and so you can brainstorm with them and dream with them. If you can dream with your client, and, and become part of their vision and help them, you know, uh, acquire that goal. Again, you've you've got a client for life, and you've got a great mm-hmm. synergy with them. Yeah, for sure. And then and then the largest group, you know, your large group or your VIPs. These are your best clients. These are your clients. Again, back to what Craig mentioned, these clients should get your most time. Uh, They are the ones that are consistently using you, that use you for a lot of jobs. They're the ones that understand your process. They're the ones that typically have the houses ready. They're the Mm. ones that, um, (laughs) that, that don't always complain about, that don't complain about price. They don't complain. They don't ask for any, you know, these are the ones that you should just really take care of because they're good clients and they do a lot of business with you. Right. Um, I, I would just say that you define what a v, what makes a VIP a VIP, and then what do VIPs get? Uh, just just a few ideas. You know, do they get free cancellations, free reschedules? Do they not pay a trip fee? Uh, do they get something extra? Um, you know, do they get priority scheduling? Do they always get you if you have a team of photographers? Do they always get you? I don't know what it is, but just define what it is and make sure it makes them feel special. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, let them know that, hey, you know, because you're so important to us, uh, typically there is a 100-hour trip fee, but I'm going to waive it for you. We're not going to make you pay any trip fees. We just really appreciate your business and uh, we're happy to take care of you on this one. So just something simple like that. Craig, how else should you treat VIPs? Anything else to share? Because you're so good at taking care of our clients. Um, I mean, you shared some great ideas. Yeah, having something uh, spe- special for them, whatever that might be in your business. Um, boy, I, you caught me flat-footed on this, Todd. Um, <laughs> well, I, I think the thing that you mentioned about time is just the yeah. time with them. I think that's... It, and here's here's what I like to do, although I do this with new clients as well, but I'll make a concerted effort for our VIPs is take them out to lunch, you know, 
treat them to mm-hmm. coffee, bring something to their office, surprise them with something extra that you might not do for everybody. Um, just those little personal touches where it, it's almost white glove, you know, concierge uh, service type treatment mm-hmm. um, where you're really helping make them feel special and valued. Yes. Because remember, your competition is trying to get this VIP. Like these, mm-hmm. this is the segment of the market that everybody wants to shoot for and work with because they have a lot of listings. Yeah. So take care of them. Uh, do what they need. You know, I, I, there's a VIP, um, in one of our markets that she's just the most near and dear to my heart. And literally I'd do anything for, her and, and we, we have defined what a VIP is and what we'll do for them. But literally this is one that like literally anything would, I do anything for, her. um, and she would do anything for me. And, and it's, it's, it's a relationship again that she understands that like she'll call she, her houses are always ready. Um, she just understands our business. We understand her business and we're mm-hmm. always trying to be one step ahead and show her that she is important to us. You know, literally I, I had a, a child in the hospital and she, her mother had a birthday party. Um, it was, it was a big, it was like a 90th and literally like I said, I'd photograph it and go and do it. Um, and she trusted me to be there because I knew her and and some of the family. Um, but anyways, like I left the hospital and this is terrible. Like this is a terrible dad moment, but um, like I left the hospital, like my wife was okay. I got permission from my wife, but like <laughs> I picked important. everything up. <laughs> yeah, please get permission. This is actually a terrible example because I don't know if you should really do this. But anyways, I did it. <laughs> I went and she still talks about that to this day. Like, yeah my son was fine. He was, it was, it was, he was very young and he, it was a respiratory thing and he was in the hospital for a day or two. And they're very careful with infants when they get, you know, mm. RSV. Uh, anyways, long story short, like I was like, Cindy, I want to be there. You're important. And I was there and she still talks about that. Mm. And, you know, she treated me. It was a, it was a beautiful birthday party. Like she had dinner for me. She made sure I was okay. Like I enjoyed the evening. I ate well. My poor wife was in the hospital with our son, but she still (laughs) talks about this to this day that she remembers when I went and shot her mom's ninth birthday party at the golf course and or at the golf club. And so anyways, do the little things. And and I do that not to keep her, but I do that because she's important to me. And, and those are one and the same, but the place that, that it comes from in your heart is completely different. And yeah. I won't go too much into that, but if you're doing it because you really care about that person and like, I wanted her to have that, like it was important. I, I didn't do it just cause I was like, Hey, I hope she remembers this. Hmm. Um, I was, I did it out of a good place and she remembered it. So it was a win-win. So anyways, I'm, I'm passionate about our VIPs. That could be a whole nother podcast. What, what you just described doing something out of your heart. And mm-hmm. authenticity. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Yeah. Okay, great. I'm getting long winded today. Thank you all for hey. If you're still hanging with us, thank you. We're gonna wrap this up very quick. There's one segment left, so hang on for three more minutes here. Um, I'm gonna <laughs> stick to that. It's three more minutes. These are your the last segment is your past clients. So these are clients that have ordered from you before, but they have not placed an order in X amount of days. Mm-hmm. So our X is 120 days. So we say that if someone has not ordered from us in 120 days, we consider them a lost or a past client. So this is someone that might've gone to another vendor. This is someone that might've retired. This is someone that might just not have had a listing, but you need to call these people 
mm-hmm. you need to find out how they're doing and what, you know, yeah. research them. If they're using another vendor, you know, ask them how you could earn their business. Um, but you need to talk to these people. Yeah, for sure. And, and it might be something as simple as they've been on vacation and they just haven't been as active or they're in the process of retiring. I've, I've got one of my favorite clients. Um, you know, she she hasn't been or setting appointments as often. And she said, Craig, I'm in the process of, of slowing my business down and spending more time with my grandkids. I said, that's where your mm-hmm. priorities should be. And, and mm-hmm. we just, we bonded over that, but she appreciated the check-in and, and now I know I don't have to freak out because I'm losing a potential client. <laughs> it's just, they're in a different part of their career. So yeah, just that check-in mm-hmm. and that personal touch. And maybe if they have gone into retirement, send them a, a congratulations card. You know, just because they are no longer doing business with you doesn't mean the the relationship, the human relationship has to end. And again, mm-hmm. it's it's going back to serving people well out of out of out of your heart. So, mm-hmm. yeah, great tip, great tip. So, Craig, those are our, those are the segments that we put in the way we identify clients. Again, listeners out there, use what works for you. Give them mm-hmm. names that you identify with. But I would just urge you to really think about these segments of your market. Uh, and of your clients. And and when you approach them, just have that in mind as to the space that they're in, you know, new clients, mm-hmm. returning clients, past clients, large, medium, small clients, a, a cold, a warm, or a hot lead. Um, so just some things for you to think about with how you contact your clients. Yeah. If you have additional thoughts that you want to you wanna share with us, um, you know, strategies that of communication to your clients that have worked well for you, please, uh, you can email us hello at Spiro.media. Or if you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment and uh, share those. Let's get a conversation going on strategies that work well for communicating to your clients. All right. Well, that is going to wrap things up. It was a longer podcast, but a lot of great information that hopefully will help you and add value to your business. And, um, We'd love to hear from you. If you have uh, business topics that you'd like to see addressed that would help you and your business, again, email us hello at Spiro.media, and we would love to cover that in this podcast. For those of you watching the podcast, don't forget you can also listen to it. You can download the podcast from any major uh, streaming platform, uh, audio audio podcast platform, and listen to it on the road. Vice versa, if you have some time and you want to watch it, check it out on YouTube. It's at Spiro Podcast. That's going to wrap it up for this week. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your week or whenever it is that you're you're watching this. Take a breath and just be thankful for the blessings in your life. Have a great week. Thank you for joining us for the Spiro Podcast, Managing Your Real Estate Photography and Videography Business. This is a production of Spiro and WOW Video Tours. You can find out more about Spiro's real estate media business management software at our website, spiro.media.